Welcome to another 10-minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome to this next 10 minute takeaway and in this one I want to talk all about setting goals for the year ahead. Now it doesn't really matter when you do this process but it's always a nice time to do it around December, January time. It's always my favourite time to make goals anyway just because it's it's like the start of a new year, it feels it feels fresh like you know there's lots of things I want to do in you know the next 12 months so you know December for me is the right time to do it but that might not be the case for you. It might be the start of a new school year for example. So We've had a real tough time in the last year, okay? Things have not gone to plan at all. And so many things have had to be changed or adapted or canceled, which is disappointing, but actually we know there is an end point. So thinking about what you would like to achieve in the next 12 months is actually not a bad idea because life will eventually go back to some semblance of normality. I don't think that current times should be stopping you from setting goals because, you know, you might achieve them. It might be that you can't achieve a particular thing, but without actually setting yourself a goal, how do you know if you could even try and get there? So for me, goal setting is like, it's a, it's a new start. It's a way of thinking about my progress thinking about what i want to achieve in the future and then bringing it back down to reality right now about putting the steps in place to get me to the point that i can imagine for myself in the future so what i want to do is go through my process of how i look at planning and then you can take from it the bits that you know that work for you obviously don't do everything you don't have to do it all in one go either this could take a couple of days worth of planning in order to really get an idea about what you want. Okay, so for me, step number one is start with the end in mind. So this is where you are looking at the big picture. What is it that you want for yourself in the next 10, 20 years, five years even? What do you want? Do you want to be in a particular relationship? Do you want not to be in a particular relationship? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to have a particular career? How do you want life to look? Get yourself really comfortable with a notebook, maybe a glass of wine, whatever whatever floats your boat, and close your eyes to think about what it is you want in the future. How do you want life to look? Really feel into it. What colour is the carpet? What clothes are you wearing? What smells are there? All of this stuff is great for your brain. It loves to imagine like this. So just go to town, have fun with it. This is a really nice thing to do. Now, the next bit you could say is the fun bit, maybe not. But this next bit is where you are actually putting a monetary value to that future self. How much money does future you need to have the lifestyle that you've just imagined for yourself? Is future you debt free? 
is future you a millionaire are you financially independent where are you what what is the the, the end goal in mind what is it you were trying to achieve so if you think about that first then you can go into your step two which is all about looking at your linchpin goals so linchpin goals are those that will unlock the ability for you to be able to do another one more easily so if you took an example three different goals you might want over the next five years debt freedom your first home and an emergency fund that's got three months worth of money in it well until you become debt free it actually makes it quite difficult to get that mortgage because let's face it a lot of banks will be a bit suspicious of you wanting to take on more debt if you've got debt already and it might actually stop you from getting that mortgage so becoming debt free will help that but also you can start saving for an emergency fund and i strongly encourage that you do if you're in debt but it actually makes it far easier if you are debt free doesn't it because then you you've got that extra money that you can put towards your emergency fund so the linchpin goal in this situation is the debt it's getting out of debt that's what i mean about linchpin goals so if you've got after that lovely visioning process you did a list of like 20 different things look at the ones that are going to make the biggest impact on all the remaining goals and they're the places that you start and if you've got a couple of different ones and you're not really sure which one go with the one that you want to do first you know you, you may as well go with the one that you want or you could go with the hardest one it comes from the concept of eat that frog that the, the book that's all about starting with your chunkiest um, things that you need to do in the day first and then working your way through the smaller ones so whatever if you've got a couple of different ones just pick the one that you want to go with first now step three is about laying it on a timeline so you've done your big picture you've worked out the ones the, the goals that are the particular priority in all of those and now we're laying it out on a timeline so you can visually see where you are so starting on one side put year one then five, then 10, then 15, then 20. You could do, I mean, you can do it in year increments if you want to, if you want to be that specific, but otherwise you could do it in five year chunks. At each point on that timeline, what are you hoping to have achieved to get to your end goal? So your end goal, you've already thought about financial independence, whatever it is, but leading up to that point, what has to be put in place to do that? So year one might be, your first £1,000 emergency fund. Year five might be debt freedom. Year 10 might be your emergency funds firmly in place and you've got all your insurances done and you're investing and all those things. And then year 20 is financial independence. Now, there are a lot of steps that have to be taken till that point, but it gives you a visual representation of where you are in that timeline. Don't forget to add things like paying for your children's school fees if that's important to you or having your first deposit for, you know sorted out for that house that you want when do you want to have that done by it just gives you an idea of what's going on and then you could also put in that year of retirement as well so that also focuses your efforts towards that end goal which is the retirement what are you going to do beyond your retirement what kind of retirement lifestyle do you want all of these things are really handy to have mapped out on some kind of timeline and if the idea of doing it that far ahead is a bit scary just start with the first four five years don't go any beyond you know anywhere beyond that just start with the, the first five years as you grow and develop with time your priorities will change anyway so you might find that actually all of these things you're thinking about for yourself change as you do
And then step four, bring it right down to the actions you need to take on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So we, we've gone big and now we're going small. So this, this next part is specifically for the next 12 months. These are SMART goals. Now SMART goals stand for specific, meaningful, action orientated, realistic, and timely. So it basically means set yourself a specific goal that might be pay off a thousand pounds worth of debt. Why do you want to do that? Well, because that's going to help you to be able to save money or build your, your emergency fund or build your deposit for your house, whatever it is. It's action orientated because you've found the savings in budget and are committing to that for the next 12 months. Um, it's realistic because it's fitting around the budget that you've got and it's not you trying to throw loads of money into it. This was the mistake I made when I first got started. I thought I could do something far, far quicker if I threw lots of money into it, not realizing that that was going to impact on the rest of my life. So I had to slow it right down. And then finally, it's timely. So when do you want to have that thousand pounds paid off your debt? By the end of 2021. So if you save hundred pounds a month towards that goal, you will have achieved it by the end of 12 months, you know, within that 12 months even. So think about those actions, chunking it down into months and then down into weeks. So if you're going to save £100 a month, well, you need to look at your budget, right? So that's going to be another thing you, you could look at. That might be you review your budget on a monthly basis to make sure you're staying on track. You perhaps need to check in with yourself at six months to make sure that you've got that £600 um, put towards your debt and you're, and you're on, on track to pay off your debt in the way that you expected it to. So these are all things to do in the process of meeting those bigger goals that you've set for yourself. So this is all well and good, but what do you do if you have no idea where to start? You've got no idea what kind of goals you need, no idea, you just don't have a clue. It's all, everything could do with a, um, a freshen up. Well, in which case, do something called the wheel of life. And that's where you split your life into pie pieces. So literally draw a circle, and split your life into these different sections. So it might be business or career, health, it could be your family, your relationships, you could put anything into these segments. And then give yourself a rating. So if it's 100% perfect, love it, everything's going well, shade in the whole of that segment. If it's not going so well, perhaps only 50%, then only put 50% in. And what you'll be left with is probably a very wonky looking wheel of life. It won't, it won't look like a full rounded circle. Most people's aren't. There's usually an area of your life that you want to work on. So if you're not sure where to start, you're not, you know, the whole future thing just feels a little bit too much for you. Well, just start with something like that. Start with the, the, the small things that you could do to round off your life right now. Um, and then finally, what I want to say is don't, fall into the ruler trap. So I've got ruler as one of my top archetypes and rulers are pushy, rulers are ambitious. They want to achieve things, they want to set goals for themselves. What they don't do though is celebrate those goals once they achieve them. They just set a new goal and then they keep working on it. They find it really hard to switch off. So if you've got ruler in your top three archetypes, be very mindful about setting goals without actually stopping for a breather and celebrating. So what can you do on that whole um, journey that can encourage that achievement, that celebration of achievement? 
you know in our group we celebrate when we're paying off debt come and join our facebook group tell us when you're putting money towards your debt tell us how things are going you know what about if you're saving every time you get to a you know a 500 pound savings point celebrate give yourself a little treat of something obviously not something that's going to cause a problem for you financially but something that's going to make you feel good when you get to that point so celebrate those small wins it's really good setting goals and striving to achieve them but celebrate as you do it so it means that you stay motivated and you stay the course and come and tell us about it and we can help you celebrate too so that's the end of my 10 minute takeaway i've gone slightly over because this is a really big subject there's lots to talk about in this one but i hope you found it useful and i will catch you in the next one take care bye and that's it that's 10 minutes done so i hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it if you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments then feel free to email me info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com or if you really want to which would be awesome come and find me in my free private facebook group on facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation um, just when you're looking for the group just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me any problems, let me know by email. Take care. Have a good day.